Yo, 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 it's CJ the Day Slayer from the Upgrade America podcast, episode 91. Thanks for joining us. Shout out to Oman, Israel, and Chechnya, our new listeners, our new upgraders internationally. We appreciate you guys. We're talking about the different types of vaccines. Um, We also get into truckers getting kidnapped and executed and other things in the news so like share subscribe we do have a amazon gift card coming up for next week's episode right before the holidays we will be asking three questions throughout the program you have to get all three right and put it in the comments on our youtube page to receive the prize thank you for listening stay blessed Peace. Peace, love, cousin, where your loyalties lie. Huh? Imperial royalty ties. I need oil and diamonds, cash, troops, ammo, and guns. I am the son of the sun. I'm the one. What's up, world? And how do you say Galactic Federation and whatnot? <laughs> you know you're listening. Upgrade America. You know what it is. I'm Cameron Ra, host and executive producer of the greatest show on earth. You know it, aliens. We see you. We see you watching. But yo, CJ, the day slayer over here. Trapping the scholar. What's happening, bro? It's on the run now. Fatigue. Did a turn and burn. Um, good to go. Ready to go. We're going to keep this thing short and sweet. Glad to be here. Made it safe and sound. Both destinations. Good to go. Old people, good. So, yeah. Right on, right on. So, I mean, uh, what's what's been hot on my radar is the vaccines. You know, everyone's talking about the vaccines and particularly uh, the mRNA vaccine. So, we're going to take you back to biology class real quick. Everyone knows about DNA, diribonucleic acid. And that's more or less, you know, you hear about DNA evidence. It's... DNA is in everything, every all of your cells. More or less, it, can, it gives instructions on how cells should behave. What does that have to do with vaccines? Well, where this new vaccine is going, it's like it's using RNA, that's still ribonucleic acid. And rather than using a dead form of the virus, the new vaccine, the mRNA, the M standing for messenger, means that <laughs> It has more or less they put instructions, man-made instructions, mm-hmm. into mRNA to give to deliver those instructions to the cells, the parts of the cells that make proteins. They're going to, how do you say, regenerate this synthetic RNA with the instructions on how to fight a virus. And what is so remarkable, so wild, so so shocking is that typically you know phase three trials of the virus is like one to three years when i tell you this pandemic we've been covering it since 2019 but more or less the pandemic started in like 2020 and when i tell you that they are rolling this thing out within less than a year that is shocking and then the notion that you know it could be mandatory is even more concerning but the notion of altering one's DNA with, in, how do you say, in, impunity, like they can 
they're, they're more or less it's experimental when you look at the duration of, of them producing and rolling this thing out it's it's unprecedented well it's alternate altering the dna that is a, a big concern but you got any thoughts on uh mrna vaccines i know it was different oh shout out to jones what's up that's an old uh old representative right on, Are, right on. You remember jones when we were there Man club uh, tall dude i think he went yeah yeah i think he went to uh he went to italy afterwards i think he did but anyway shout out to you jones I been a DSGB. All right. Um, so with me with these vaccines, we already mm-hmm. talked about. It. I had a concern that they basically, I don't know, the speed of it doesn't bother me as much as how quickly they. I guess the implementation part is the interesting part. I'm kind of looking at how are they going to really do this. Um, I'm hearing they're supposed to be using FedEx, UPS to assist with that as well. Besides military, hospitals are getting on board for that. It looks like they're focusing, I can speak for here in Florida, they're focusing on like the major cities and they're focusing on those spots as far as distribution um, because of the populations. So it's not- also to mention that it has to be kept cold. Yes. Uh-huh. So there's you're gonna run into some logistic uh, challenges mm-hmm. with that. Now, as far as distribution, it is. Uh, I've seen a very interesting article from the Wall Street Journal mm-hmm. on how they're breaking it down. And of course, they wanted to give it to the medical workers first. Yeah. And then they also mentioned that they wanted to give it to um, the people who are long-term stays in the hospitals. Mm-hmm. And then also, let, let me just bring that up. Okay. Uh, worth taking a peek at. But me looking at it from you know my cynical analyst view, I'm like, minus the healthcare workers, it seemed like a lot of, uh, so to speak, expendable individuals, particularly when they're trying to push it on to the elderly, the people who are in hospitals for long-term stays. And it's just like, again, I'm going with the notion that this is experimental and there's a margin of error. And if something were to occur, resulting in, in um, how you say, loss of life, these are the, the effect, these are the people who would be uh, affected most. And um, I don't know, bro. It's, it's a pretty weird state where we're at with uh, with vaccines and, 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 and trust for the healthcare community. Yeah, well, we talked about it. We said within our lifetime, we've experienced financial, uh, what was it? Financial shift, mm-hmm. a terrorism shift, and now healthcare shift. Mm. Remember, now, those three phases we talked about, we've been going through in our lifetime. Now you're talking about like a sh- shift for with the finance was like distrust for the the finance industry because I see like Wolf of Wall Street and yeah. hear all these other uh, how do you say Enron, Soxbane and Ox, uh, Sarbane and Oxley. I think I, think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, all that stuff mixed in is just like I kind of don't trust the financial, but I get it, man. It's like we had all these paradigm shifts with 
Mm-hmm. But yeah, man. Again, it's not my purpose or place to tell anyone not to take the vaccine or, or anything along those lines. That that nature is just <sighs> do your due diligence. Yeah, but definitely. Really, particularly because this is a new procedure. Just look at what it is, and if you feel comfortable with it and you, you trust it, then go with it. Here's a fun fact that I want to throw out. Moderna is one of the leading uh, pharmaceutical companies who has made the most headway with uh, the vaccine or this type of vaccine, the okay. mRNA vaccine, right? But here's some, here's some fun facts on, on Moderna. They are less than 10 years. They're only like 10 years old. Mm. Here's another fun fact about Moderna that will, that will really turn the wheels, right? They have okay. no products on the market yet. Oh, didn't know that. So they were just doing what, research or something like I that? I guess. And now they're like, oh yeah, by the way, we got this COVID vaccine. But again, just keep in mind, Moderna is one of their leading. Like they got, they're working with the White House on a daily basis, you know? Mm -hmm. And when you're choosing these bids, I'm just thinking like you're choosing someone who has no mark, no products on the market, only 10 years of experience compared to other people who have been doing vaccines for like, let's say since the 1970s. Okay. You know, it, it really makes you really makes you wonder. But again, new company, new procedure, new type of vaccine, and it's going to be dis being distributed to uh, countless millions. I'm curious. I, I want to talk to healthcare professionals, how they feel about the vaccine. Would they speak open and honestly about it, like having to take it? The, here's, I, I believe they would have some insight. Yeah. So uh, by insight, I mean like, for instance, let's say Moderna was being offered to the patient and then Pfizer was being offered to the medical workers. They'd be like, oh, they know the results. They've been dealing with this company for X, Y, Z years now that is something um i would like to hear as well but another concern is access to different types to different brands okay so my understanding is right now the world health organization they're going trying to go with one not one but a few vaccines and they're trying to maintain some consistency okay so america is as you remember we we uh we said before that America is um, they're stepping back from the cutting ties with the World Health Organization. Mm -hmm. More well, like um, well, they did possibly, but we don't know what this administration's gonna do. Well, as far as you're talking about whoever's taking the reins in, and how do you say January 6th? Yeah, that's a whole nother can of worms because that's still um, it can go any way as the sitting president is. He's in power. And it's like, if the military is in support of Trump, it's going to be very difficult to get Biden in there. Because the I, last I checked, because I do follow, uh, I do follow 45 on Twitter. He was tweeting like maybe 24 hours ago that he won the election by a landslide. And while that seems like something light, like it's, it's just, yeah, just crazy rhetoric. Again, when we told about him telling people to drink bleach and, and, and Lysol and, and doing it and people doing it. 
So when he's, he's preaching from his podium, um, it's some very dangerous rhetoric. We already heard it stand back and stand by, but. I look at it like, well, remember we talked about the Electoral College actually doing, finishing their votes or whatever. That's, mm -hmm. I think, Monday. Yeah, so tomorrow. Monday, Monday is pretty much, it should be final. It's not going to be no more of this playing around shit. Now, they don't, uh, I don't, Congress will not read the results until January. I, is that how that works? I believe that's what they said. I just know the Victoria College, once they say, hey, Joe Biden's the winner, that's pretty much it. When? Okay, so again, I didn't have to, all I had to do was type in when. When does Electoral College vote? So it says, in 2020, the electors of each state will meet and cast their ballots on Monday, December 14th. Certificates of the vote are signed by electors and governors delivered to the federal officials by December 23rd. Okay. Ooh, there's more. Actually, I put the site on here. Oh, man. So it took me to a PDF and it's like... Let me see if I can find it what's in there. But yeah, we, we, we went by this and they're, they're mentioning that. Um, let me see, this is on Snopes and I clicked it before, so maybe what I'm looking for is in here. That oh. December, um, I'm sorry, that January 6th date. Okay, here we are. The official results of the electoral votes are sent to the new elected, uh, to the new elected Congress, which is set to meet in a joint session on January 6, 2021, and announce the results. So yeah, that's when we will we'll hear what's going on. Um, I was gonna bring up that the FDA are I think already voted to distribute, approve distribution, uh, distribution of the vaccine and everything. I think it was Friday, mm -hmm. remember correctly. And a whistleblower came out and said, "Hey." FDA is not properly regulating vaccine facilities. Mm -hmm. That came out, I think, last week. This is according to PBS. Um, it was an FDA inspector turned whistleblower says that the FDA is not doing its job and downgraded his findings to escape regulatory enforcement. It says the article also cites documents and letters charging the plant's lack, lack proper FDA oversight. So, yeah. And I am glad that uh, a whistleblower found the courage to come come forward. Yeah. yeah. Right now, it's um, and I, and I don't want to be so cynical, but it could potentially be the biggest genocide in history. If there's any uh foul play or, or greater margins of error in this thing. And um, we discussed some of the, the dangers from it. Uh, what do you call it? A, 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 a virus party? Because yeah, it was permitted. It may permit uh, other diseases to affect you. So it's like we discussed that aspect of it. But I mean, there's a lot of other things that could go wrong as well. I'm, I'm new to and again, I, I want to disclaim, I'm like really just brushing the surface on mRNA. I am 
by no means a biologist, but I'm I'm just thinking like I I couldn't find a lot of data on this, mm-hmm. and because let's be reasonable, let's be real. Like everyone who's talking about vaccines, the algorithm is only pushing forth the people who are pitching and selling the vaccine. You know, like so the people who would be like, hey, these are the dangers. It seems a lot of that is being suppressed, and I couldn't find that information. But you, you got any uh, info on? I know the what is it? The R? How did you say it? That that type of vaccine is different from the traditional vaccines that we. The traditional MMR, I think, is it MMR or something like that? Don't recall with that that traditional one. I know that a traditional one works. It's just a a weakened version of the vaccine. You know, this, you stick it in you, it creates antibodies. Yeah. Boom, you know, your body can fight it. But the newer one, it's just saying like, hey, we're gonna send some code that controls your DNA, and we're just gonna tell you, give your DNA instructions on how to fight the virus. So my question is, which one would you rather have, the old one or the new one, though? New ones. No, I'm saying if you had to, if you had to pick, you said the new one. You rather have the new one? No vaccines. No, I'm saying if you just had those two choices. You're saying if a gun was to my head and they're like, choose one of these. Mm -hmm. I'd be like, well, we're gonna gonna die anyway. So, um, man, that is a difficult question. The old one, which. I did not like one of my main reasons for getting out of the military was getting tired of being shot for the old ones. I have no new data on the new one. So more or less what you're saying, would you take something that you didn't like and you have the data and it's known to make you sick and or possibly kill you? Or, or you know, roll the dice and how do you say, take some experimental vaccine? Gun to my head? Why not go with the experimental one? <laughs> Your turn. I'll probably go old. Really? Yeah. Okay. So hold on. Let's stay, let's stay on that same scenario. Okay. Right? Old version of the vaccine, right? In the same duration, because they're saying one of the benefits to the mRNA vaccine mm-hmm. is the rapid production of it. That's why that's their alibi for being able to that's a short amount of time in accordance with operational warp speed that's how they could blow through all those clinical tests so quickly but same scenario old version mm-hmm. eh, we're skipping mad because of the time because of the timeline we're skipping mad years of testing mad regulations just mm-hmm. you would take that version of the vaccine because that's what you would get in this timeline over this one so ask that again (laughs) so in a perfect world where you get were you to get the old version of the vaccine it would have taken like four to five years to to produce Uh in this scenario you want to take the old version of the vaccine but it's like the slapped together with duct tape rushed together to get it to you in like nine months so you gotta understand you're going to lose some quality control gotcha so with that same notion would you take the old version or the new one well then i would have to go now yeah see that's what i was that's why i based my logic off of like in this time frame 
Like they do these guys take five years with the old ones and they still mess it up. True. So True. like I, I don't know. Like we discussed though, technology is quicker, like information moves faster. I mean, you got vaccines down to a blink of an eye now as far as like how to create one at this point. We got all this historical data. Yes. So indeed. I mean I that's why I wasn't too shocked about the speed of it. Now implementation and distribution along with that, yeah, then you get a little more nervous, but not really the speed of it because even though it creeps me out because it's almost like they prepared for it, obviously. Didn't it but but didn't we mention that on the back in 2019? I'm like, yo, if they just come out the word we're like, oh we got this and it works flawlessly. It just kinda makes me think like, hmm. Like, did you have the cure then make the make the disease? Like I don't know. Again, we're just speculating here on upgrading. Absolutely. Here. But again, yeah. People like this is something that's gonna go into your body and it it's just creepy to me. The legislative policy that protects uh, you know, companies that make vaccines. And when they it's just something that when they say, Hey, this can kill a, a million people and no one will be held liable. Like, that just gives me chills. And that's kind of where we're at. Experimental vaccine going to be distributed to, you know, millions of people in, in a short amount of time. But yeah, we'll see how that turns out. And if uh, they're going to be putting literal guns to our heads to take. Um, what about for kids? Did they do? I think they said they were going to do it for kids as well. I remember um, we talking about that. Let me see if I can find Because that's a little bit different. And then, of course, uh, pregnant mothers as well. That's another factor to consider. How does that work with the... Uh, I don't like, know. Yeah. Let me, I'll try to look that up. It's the one... Yeah, there's a great article I was trying to, I was looking at yesterday, and it had some really great graphics. Okay, let's see, we're doing a quick search, you guys, there with this. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Mm -hmm. Determine who gets vaccine first. But how does, never took the flu shot in a, in a long time, but how does that work in um, now? Like, I know you can just go into like Walgreens or whatever. Yeah. Like, do people- I think it's people damn near free now. That's what I was gonna say, do people pay for this? I think it, you can either do it with your insurance or I don't, I don't remember now. I've seen something about zero copay or something and also seen i don't know to be sure and if you do have to pay i think it would be very cheap it'd be like ten dollars or something i don't know now there's a lot of speculation if this will be just like the flu like oh get your covid and flu shot or will they concatenate them and combine the two like oh now you'll get your um one shot get covid and flu 
Um, oh, I got the CDC guidelines real quick. I can read for the pregnant women getting vaccinated. Okay. Um, guidelines for vaccinating pregnant women. Uh, this is out of, I guess, 2016, but I guess it was still kind of applied. Um, basically, they're saying risk to developing fetus from vaccination of the mother during pregnancy um, is theoretical. No evidence exists of risk to the fetus from vaccinating pregnant women with inactivated virus or bacterial vaccines or toxoids. Live vaccines administered to a pregnant woman pose a theoretical risk to the fetus. Therefore, live, un, I don't know, I'm probably gonna butcher that word, unactuated mm-hmm. virus and live bacterial vaccines generally are mm, contracated during pregnancy. So basically they're saying the benefits of vaccinating pregnant women usually outweigh the potential risk, a likelihood of the disease exposure is high with infection would pose a risk to the mother or the fetus. Uh, and when the vaccine is unlikely to cause harm. So yeah, pregnant women do get vaccines unless probably they're high risk or something like that, I would assume. Okay. So that's interesting. That's something I was curious about too. But it's like, um, it is, I need some time to pass, you know, mm-hmm. you little 50 million guinea pigs out there, have your fun. And then when you don't go three, uh, a third year or whatever, some sort of mutations or, or bad defects, like, um, I'll think about not getting, I don't know, I mean, it's, it was, I need to do some, um, take my own advice and do some uh, additional due diligence myself. But yeah, as far as vaccines, like if you, at the end of the day, you're responsible for your health and, and, and safety. So do what you feel is, is best for your, your family. Absolutely. Informed decisions. That's what we try to live by on this program. We try to share that. Um, so enough about that. You want to talk about what? Jam Master J, jammed up with the feds. <laughs> yeah, let's run through that real quick. All right. And I'm gonna I'm gonna be fast and be cognizant of time. Okay. So we're gonna condense this broadcast a little bit. So, leader of a pro-black group, NFAC, aka Not Fucking Around Association. Was it Not Fucking Around uh, Coalition? Yeah, coalition. So he was arrested and charged for anti-government ideology. I didn't even know you could be, because there's why not aren't every anarchist arrested because their whole ideology is anti-government. But let's get into the article. So this is from BT.com. John Fitzgerald Johnson, a DJ and founder of an all-black armed activist group who goes by the moniker Grandmaster J is facing federal charges for allegedly pointing a rifle at law enforcement officers during a September protest. Oh, okay. So that sounds a little bit different than charge for anti-government ideology. So according to the Department of Justice, Johnson, age 57, was reportedly arrested at his home and charged by federal agents Thursday. He is accused of pointing the weapon at the officers who were deployed on rooftops at Louisville protests. J. 
Johnson is the founder of the Not Effing Around Coalition. They bleeped out the A group that focuses on the liberation of black Americans. He led hundreds of protesters in Kentucky over the summer. Yeah, we, we know about his background. And so now we know a little bit more about his charges. And um, I don't know, man. Like, if you got your rifle at Port Arms and you're a sharpshooter in the roof, you may look like he's pointing at you. And um, I, I, I don't know. I wasn't there. But what are your thoughts on this, man? Um, like we been kind of sharing is like your best to be decentralized any group can be infiltrated yes long sure like we've seen this through history COINTELPRO um, <laughs> you know things of that nature so this is just a prime example of the symbolism was cool but in the end um, it's a little it's a little funny style because we already, I think we did talk about how all the members could be exposed and be labeled as black extremists, identity extremists, yeah. and all these kind of things. Like we talked about protesting, why you have to yes. be careful, especially by association. Exactly. Especially if you're black, you definitely got to be careful. Or Middle Eastern, I would say, or just any, any um, ethnic group that's non-white, because depending on your culture, They'll deem you as, say, a terrorist or this or that. So, this these so called militias are mm-hmm. the most heavily armed and, and, and most likely the most uh, dangerous, you know, uh, threats in, in America. Absolutely. Like, when you look at Lone Wolf Timothy McVeigh, like, blew up the, the damage that he was able to inflict by himself. And, you know, he I do believe he was a member of the Michigan militia. We're not gonna get into all that again, but like as CJ said, you know, it's like just peacefully protesting, assembling. Yeah, you you're gonna be vilified, you know. And I like while I was drawn to uh, to Jay's magnitude and how he was just leading his little legion, you know, through to the heart of the Ku Klux Klan. Like yes, I found that very admirable. However, I was like, you know, I wouldn't march with him. Just because I know it's like that's a whale, you know, a whale is a big, a big soft target. Like, yeah, you got all those those, those guns, but like as I mentioned, infiltration, subversion, and um, just pointing the pointing that label or slapping that terrorist label on you. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, everyone is a leader, and make your make your change in your sphere of influence. I'm with that. So moving on, um, didn't we have? Well, we might as well segue to this um, <laughs> protesting terrorists, <laughs> uh, the Black Lives Matter activists are yes, labeled as terrorists, which we also warned and spoke about. Which that was our one episode that got pretty censored. Yeah, like and I was trying to give them some. I was trying to give them a heads up, but, but what says? What is this from Atlanta Black Star? Yeah, new law enforcement training guide claims Black Lives Matter is partially composed of hardcore terrorist-trained troops. 
urges police to treat activists as terrorists. Wow. Yeah, that's, um... I'm not surprised. But, um... It's just... I don't want to say, like, everything... They're, they're going by the playbook. <laughs> it seems like... I'm not even shocked, but what do you think? Uh, like we've also mentioned during this program or during Upgrade America that our rights are being challenged and eroded every year, every day. Yeah, I was going to say by the moment. Like as we speak, they are are thinking of new ways to gain total control. Yeah. So I would say do your best. Hold on to freedom while you can. You know, whatever that looks like to you, individually, family-wise, your friends, whatever. But pay attention to this stuff. And that's why we do the program, too, to highlight things. Like, hey, this is going on. <laughs> like, yeah, we're America, but there's a lot going on behind the scenes. And we've discussed it in multiple episodes with different organizations, like the Secret Court, Pfizer, for example. Like the Patriot Act of 2001. Like, just knowing all these things, you get kind of like an eerie insight of, wow, like, they can just do this and you're done. You don't exist. Yes. Right. So, enjoy your freedom. The thing is, why that whole clause of terrorism is such a broad window. Mm-hmm. And then, furthermore, like, what can be done with that once that label is slapped on you for instance detained perpetuity with no phone calls no legal counsel like i just saw an article where you're talking about one of the longest people detained at guantanamo bay is about to be let go with no charges and i'm like but yeah it's and it, the thing is like it is it's very easy and i'm surprised that the, when Black Lives Matter was really at their, at their, how do you say, their pinnacle and things were burning across the nation that they didn't slap that on. I thought that was a power play with, what was it, Operation Legend? With the uh, super cops? With what? Operation Legend, where they had the super federal cops. I think so. I thought <laughs> that was a power play. Like They're like, okay, yeah, these guys are now terrorists, Antifa, Black Lives Matter. And, you know, they're just going to let all that fly. But I don't know. But did uh, hear law enforcement talk about that? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm really not surprised. Nah. It's just um, a matter of my, my biggest concern is will everyone who attended one of their protests be somehow linked to those extremists. And just to give y'all some insight, they can track your phones. They can look at if your cell phone was pinging around that time, social media especially, all that stuff. So unless you went out there with like pretty much no phone and you weren't covered up, yeah, you're you're probably in the database somewhere. I'm sure of it. What's up, brass droppers? What's going on? Um. So yeah, just be careful. I mean, be aware, be informed. No doubt. Um, let's talk about trucker life, man. Yeah. Shout out to truckers. Um, this is a crazy article happening in, uh, in Florida. 
That's your neck of the woods, man. It's yeah, right. I think it's more right. south, though. Uh, it was okay. just reported. Let me see. So basically, police want to know who kidnapped, tortured, and fatally shot two truckers execution style before dumping their bodies on the South Florida street. The third man survived the Saturday night shooting, flagged down a passerby who called the police. He, he was in critical condition. Said the masked men kidnapped the trio, tied their hands, and tortured them for hours in the back wow. of a moving type truck. Then they were shot in the head and left in a yard in Apalaca. That's South Florida. Um, I won't put the names out there. I mean, y'all can read that, you know, respect to their family and whatnot. But um, 50-year-old and 26-year-old, I put that out there. Well, do you know what they were hauling? That's what I'm trying to figure out real quick. Like, related to their, what they're pulling or something personal? Like... Um, it doesn't really say what they're hauling, but it just made me think of truckers definitely need to be careful. It's holiday time, yeah. and I make this advisory every holiday season, especially Christmas, is probably the worst, is that it is robbing season as well. It is scamming season as well. Like, True. just be on guard. Like, you know, make sure you watch your purchases. You're out shopping more. You're out and about more. Make sure you pay COVID, attention. COVID robbing season, so you yeah, know, it so. could be even worse. Absolutely. So shout out to, I mean, uh, prayers up for those truckers, Godspeed, uh, their families. Y'all truckers, be careful out there. If you're able to be armed in your situation, I suggest you stay armed. I mean, I don't know. It sounds like they're ambushed. Um, yeah, it doesn't give that many details though, like what they're hauling and whatnot. Did it say who, what company they were working with? No, nah, I didn't say that either. Interesting. Yeah, it's, uh, there seems to be some a lot of details that are that are lacking, but I'm sure uh, you know the investigators are are on on top of that. Um, I did want to bring up something interesting and a little more on a positive, progressive note. Um. When you hear the two words of, let me see, make sure I get this right. Deliberative democracy, what do you think? Deliberative democracy? Mm-hmm. Maybe I never heard those two together, but. Well, let's talk about it. Um, the School of Thought and Political Theory that claims that political decisions should be the product of fair and reasonable discussion and debate among citizens. Sounds like something familiar that you're interested in doing. Oh, you already know, man. Upgrade America all the way. But uh, tell me more. All right. So basically, I ran across this article on The Economist um, on YouTube. I actually watched the clip, but I had to look up like I wanted to get like the actual definition. So basically, in deliberation, citizens exchange arguments and consider different claims that are designed to secure the public good. Through this conversation, citizens can come to an agreement about what procedure, what action, or what policy will produce the best public good. Once they do that, they give it to the politicians to pass it. So you basically cut out all the bullshit because you have a representative of supposed to be every facet of society so from your poor to your probably rich in your neighborhood and communities are in these meetings creating policy okay push and i like that because 
it's in how do you say it's including uh, it's more inclusive it seems absolutely and i did like the concept i was trying to see how that would play out in america it would definitely have to go from state to state start local and work its way up because mm -hmm. so we're so big because the countries they that is successful in are smaller than ours like it's like one of our states it was like scotland um so this is from that video you sent me yes okay i was gonna say cause i remember seeing that and i do believe it was scotland mm -hmm. um so i i said this and they and how they framed it the economics when they did this video they're saying that this would be a way to save the theory of democracy because what people don't realize is we practice democracy but we are a republic people forget that or they're not aware and not saying you're stupid or anything but there's just no there no is some um, there is some ambiguity mm -hmm. uh, like we as americans you know in our policy our foreign policy is like yo we're spreading democracy spreading democracy but you don't hear us say we're spreading democratic republicanism we, we don't say that so we assume that oh we're spreading democracy we're spreading democracy that we ourselves are a democracy but we, we are not democratic republic as, as mentioned and um, governments change and mm -hmm. I, that's something that the biggest takeaway is like yeah this is how we're doing it today but it can change it can become something uh, tyrannical, authoritarian. Yeah. Also become, you know, something that we can, in theory, we could have true democracy. So, yeah, I think this would be a best, one of the best practices for democracy to keep it to where money is not involved. Hmm. Um, and it's a tricky thing because I get the purpose of lobbying, but if you eliminate it across the board, what would that look like? <sighs> what do you think? Like if we eliminated lobbying and politics, locally, federally, all that. It's just a thing about, um, what do you say, radical change. It's like almost like slamming the brakes and then it's like telling NRA, hey, stay out of politics. It's like saying all the, uh, you know, the war uh, lobbyists, stay out of politics. And tobacco lobbyists, stay out of politics. Like, I'm not too sure what would what would happen. Like, what would they do? I don't know. I would I would I would think they would find another way to influence politics. And what do you? They think? would put their money behind a certain candidate to still push their agendas. I feel like, but in a sense, I feel like at least it wouldn't be, I guess, in politics per se. Like, so just blase about it. And you would kind of have more of a shot, but I don't know. That might be something we need to explore, like what would getting rid of lobbying, how that would affect American politics. Is that after we, we build our like grand security force to, to protect us from all their assassins and Because <laughs> I don't think they'd be very pleased to no, no, eliminated from the political process. Yeah, but deliberative democracy that's a new political theory i'm not gonna say new but that is something y'all should think about y'all should talk about um a new theory that i've never heard discussed so i think it's a great thing actually that is pretty dope um what else we got on the segments 
let's see, what was it? Israel and, and Trump talking about aliens and whatnot. What's that all about? Okay, so uh, shout out to my buddy Mario. Randy sent me a really great video, you know, uh, going in depth on. Uh, the guy has some credibility, right? So he's like the former space, I don't call him space master, but of he headed Israel space department, right? Okay. He's like 87 years now. He's, uh, I don't want to say he's on his deathbed, but he, he's up there. So he made a claim that, hey, aliens exist. That both Israel, the American government, and in addition to other world governments have been in contact with the Galactic Federation, meaning a, a federation of extraterrestrial life. And he said that the reason why they didn't, aliens haven't exposed themselves to humans is because we're not ready for that. And he made some real strong allegations that Trump was aware, is aware of this, and he's just not saying it. But when humanity's right, the aliens may reveal themselves to us. And I agree, because if I were extraterrestrial, I'd be looking down like, wow, they still like killing each other over skin color and stuff. Like, imagine yeah. having one look at me with like seven eyes and, and purple skin, like, you know? But. That's, that's where it stands with that. Trump has yet to make any comments, like saying mm -hmm. whether this is true or not. But, um, I don't know. What are your thoughts? Wait. I think it could be true. Yeah, just kind of wait and see. It's um, fun to believe it's true. Huh? I said it's fun to believe it's true. Yeah, I, I... All these announcements of UFOs, the Pentagon making a statement, these are not from Earth. You know, it, it's fun to believe, but, um... I don't know, like, I'm pretty split on it. I like, I do believe it is obviously something else out there. Um, I think either we're going to run into them out there in space when we mm -hmm. get advanced, or they're going to show themselves. I well, I mean, our technology is getting advanced. We're finding planets that are similar to Earth. So I'm very confident if you have the capability to travel across space, like they can detect planets like ours and then when you're looking at the the numbers and the map and the data it's showing that water is still scarce in uh, in, in space so would beings travel across the galaxy if not uh, you know the universe to get to get water to get gold which takes a supernova to create like that's why it's a uh, so malleable and i can go on and on but yeah gold is formed in the supernova like when stars blow up it, it fuses all those atoms together to create that element and it's rare but would aliens go across to get that stuff who knows i guess my thinking is i would think they would have the technology to do all that to fabricate all that or create all that you think so I, I, I get what you're saying, like, advanced civilizations. Yeah. Like, my understanding is you're supposed to get to the point where you can control the energy of the galaxy, right? And so, yeah, with the, if you had that much energy, you could just mass produce gold, just synthesize water. And, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. So why, uh, why, why the need to travel? And Probably just to say what's up, hang out. <laughs> I don't know. That's, well, my lady that's had the, the theory that it was like it's like the teenagers 
like stealing the spaceship like yeah we're, we're going going exploring and stumbling upon earth and stuff you know but um, hopefully they they are mature enough to not like i don't know hold a giant magnifying glass over us and fry the little ants the little earth ants you know what I mean? yeah or i don't know i could see them like yo let's Let's go visit Earth like people go to Disney World. Like, yo, let's go check it out. Let's go see what's up. So I don't know. Who knows? I mean, we do have Space Force, which is obviously Star Trek, you know. Um, so. Yeah, they did jack the label, man, the logo. I'm not going to argue with you on that. <laughs> um, so. Star Trek is also modeled as a uh, ideal diversity in human error or something like that. Like, it, it's, I heard that mentioned in several times. So if that's what we're building towards, then I'm not, I'm not against that. Live long and prosper. Oh, it's like that's close. Uh, let's talk about these uh, death penalty killings. Oh, uh, yes. William Barr on the way out of office, our Attorney yeah. General. So hold on. The Attorney General Barr, like, is he, he's, not he's, done, he's not done when um when Trump's done, is he? Pretty much. I mean, the upcoming administration is going to put their own person in there. Yeah, you're right. He got that job because I guess didn't he boot somebody else? He fired somebody else. I think was it Jeff Sessions was the Attorney General before William Barr, and they him and Trump beefed and. Jeff was either Jeff got fired or something. I'm trying to remember what happened with them. But I, I listened to an awesome podcast talking about this. Um, the Intercept. Y'all check that out. Really good stuff. But they were saying how basically they're on track to do like a whole bunch of federal um, executions. Like 19 or something? Yeah. And this, it really makes me wonder like this is this is your legacy? This is how you leave an office? It's, um... And again, I, I suppose this would be more focused on Barr than on Trump. Yeah, absolutely. But it doesn't yeah. help because it's still under Trump's administration. So. Now, there, there was a gentleman who was just executed. And my understanding, they said against the, the community's outcry. Like, did they find evidence that he could have been acquitted or, like... Oh, the one that the article was about. Uh, I know somebody. I live. Hold on. No, I think he actually did do it though. Okay. So despite national outcry, Brandon Bernard dies by lethal injection, the ninth federal execution of 2020. So yeah, the feds are they're killing people. Yeah. Okay, so they're saying Bernard was convicted in 2000 of two counts of murder and offenses for his role in the 1999 kidnapping, robbery, and murder of a couple in killing Texas. Okay, wow. So yeah, that's that's wild. I think it was somebody else that was up for execution that was, the evidence wasn't real. It wasn't concrete. I think that was with Kamala Harris. And then like this this guy was about to die and they're like, okay, she's like, fine. I'll give you the evidence to spare his life here. Yeah, so... Wow, man. 
I, I mean, after doing this program for a while and seeing events and going through 2020, how do you feel about um, executions and whatnot now? I guess capital punishment? I still feel the same way. Like, um, the first time we were talking about the death penalty was when we were reading the article. The guy, he came in somebody's house, threw some uh, plastic bags over their heads with zip ties, and he killed them like that. That was just wow, just, just horrific. And even then, I still didn't want him to die by lethal injection. And I still don't think people should die by lethal injection or by the death penalty unless you're you're committing treason or you're with some sort of organization you if you're working for the, the cops or the feds and you're a kkk you're in some gang or secret society and you're using those offices to commit terrorism on the people then yeah you should be executed you should be dead but um for heinous crimes and stuff like that like don't want to say people are reacting to, particularly in COVID. Mm -hmm. I'm surprised we didn't have a crime wave yet, but when unemployment cuts up and, and you know it's do or die, Robin season all day. Mm -hmm. I anticipate to see some horrors, but I don't think you have to take that into consideration. You have to take these accounts into consideration, and it shouldn't be reflected in in punishment of, of death. What about you? I feel like there should be alternative punishments, but I don't know what mm -hmm. besides the death penalty, except for like, I don't know. I could see like a serial rapist and you have proof that this person did it. Yeah, like get them out of there. Um, now, like for murderers and stuff like that, I'm not against having a suicide squad. Like, yo, I got some crazy ops that uh, I need done in there. Like, you're efficient with the with a machine gun. Like, why not serve your nation again and, you know, do some dirty work for me? But, like, I wouldn't be against that. I'm not saying, like, them doing these ops would grant them their freedom. But as I mentioned with the whole, let's reform prison. Let's get away from the notion of send them for the dungeon for 30 years. Let's get to the point where like, listen, we're controlling your movement. We're controlling your space and actions, but it can be nice spaces, you know, in exchange for certain services and whatnot. The rapists and serial rapists and all and things of that nature, it's like again, if they are still cognitive, they are still functional, they can provide some services voluntarily for you know the community or the, or the nation we need to so, level these so basically keep them on prison on the outside by like heavily tracking them like um, no, you need an anti-society where it's physically separated but that anti-society should still have the amenities of the civilized world like again i emphasize prisons should be built like hotels you know they should be able to live comfortably and if they're willing to exchange to provide low-cost labor for communities and to to government, I don't want slavery. We cannot have any. We yeah. must abolish all forms of slavery. But if we can get cheap labor for exchange of comforts and uh, you know things of that nature, then I think that's a fair trade-off. And killing someone is like you're done. 
But right now, we, we need all the labor we can get. What's up, J-Love? We almost done. Sorry. Yeah, we... Thank you for the compliment. Uh, yeah, I know. I saw I was kind of glistening those days. Yeah, we yeah, are. I'm, I'm with you on that, though. I think we should have alternative methods to punishment, and we're way more creative. If we can come up with all these creative ways of torture and all this shit, we can definitely mm -hmm. come up with creative ways for uh, restoration and rehabilitation of our citizens. Well, and, and at the same time, again, it's like, we got to think about forced multiplication and not becoming a failed nation state. So if there's a way that we can... Good luck on that far. <laughs> and we can leverage some, some prisoners and, you know, at the same time, you've created an industry, you know, where you can house two million people. Like, we can revamp it and make more money and, and make it fair. But um, we got some other topics on here. We kind of dropped the ball. My, I'll, I'll take the blame for it. I was supposed to yell out about the contest. We're, <laughs> like, at the end of the podcast. It's all right. Uh, next week... Probably is good because that's right before Christmas, so that's not bad. Okay, actually. so let me check the calendar and where that Sunday is going to fall. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you're right. That's actually perfect. So it's going to be the 20th. So it's going to be five days before Christmas. Yeah, that was, actually, that's dope. So, yeah, so we got a contest. Yeah, anything we can promote it now. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to ask three questions, the middle, beginning, and end, and we're going to give you a Amazon gift card for the holiday season right before Christmas time. So you guys stay tuned for that. You will have to respond on our YouTube channel in the comments with the correct answers to each question. You're not going to know what part of the program, but you are going to know it's going to be the beginning, middle, and end, and you got to get all three to get the prize. So there's another story we got on here called Drug Mix-Ups. Okay, let's talk about it since we're at the conclusion of our program today. So it says, drug recalled after mixed up packages, depression medication, and erectile dysfunction drugs together. Ooh. Wow, so how does that happen? You said depression and erectile dysfunction? So you got Viagra yeah. and like, what was it, Xanax mixed together? Let me see what they got here. So pharmaceutical distributor Avcare is voluntarily recalling 100 milligrams of sildenafil tablets and 100 milligrams of trazodone tablets due to a product mix-up. The company announced on Wednesday the tablets were inadvertently packaged together when they were bottled by a third-party vendor. Wow. So, sildenafil is the active ingredient in Viagra, which is used to treat erectile dysfunctions. And prodazone is used to treat major depression disorder. So, yeah. Well, maybe the people with depression could get it. I don't know. And I was trying to make a joke about, like, if you got an erection, like, maybe that would... But no, I don't think that's going to work. <laughs> Good try. Hey, I appreciate the comedy effort on this lovely Sunday. <laughs> we need something to laugh about. It's been that kind of year. Yeah, yeah, it's true indeed, man. But you know, the, it blows my mind that, like, what are we, like, less than 20 days away from the end of this year? Mm -hmm. It's, I mean, um, it's been progressive. It's been some challenges. Yeah. I mean, it's like, 
I don't want, I want to try to escape the notion that everything will be fine in 2021. Because you know things that can always be worse, but as we say in America, Upgrade America, thinks there's always room for improvement. So, you know, but yeah, did we run through all the stories? Pretty much. Um, real quick, let's go over these analy- analytics and celebrate us as okay. two creators. You do the heavy lifting on that. Uh, let's see, 2020, YouTube sent us what? They sent us like some analytics that we uploaded 52. No, yeah, 5,279 minutes of content this year. Wow. 5,000 minutes of content. Yeah. That's a lot Which, of data. So we've been on here for, wow, damn, we've been on here for 646 days. <laughs> um, we got 1,143 likes since our first video. Really? Yep. Um, our community has grown. They have left 85 comments and shared our video 557 times. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Past year, we gained 107 sub- subscribers, 26,662 new views. Uh, viewers spent 41,280 minutes watching our videos in 2020. Let's see, fans can't get enough. We received 805 likes in 2020. All right, year in review, not bad. Thanks to you, sir, with all the heavy lifting, with that editing that nah, you magically yeah, deliver we, every week. We are, we are a team, sir. Like, I know, but you, you have a video. Yeah, you, you handle them videos, though. But I, I have fun doing it, and I, yeah. I think that's one of the major reasons why we, we kept it going, because it's, it's so enjoyable. But I don't want to say now I feel like I, I have a responsibility, because there's so much information, you know, and, like, I just want to take it, combine it, and then be like, yo, just get it to you guys real quick and condense the stories. But I think working on these deadlines, or time frames, rather, it allowed us to get a lot of talk about a lot of different stories, but we did it in like a little over an hour, you know. But we'll see how the metrics go. If we want to continue doing the condensed version, or you know, yes, yeah. we got a um, 2020 is almost over, but I want to make it my uh, I really want to make an effort to get more guests on in 2021. Okay, know? yeah, and that'd be dope. Get that, get that rolling back on, and then we can see what's good. But yeah, man. Oh, it's a challenge. It's fun. Love it. Just getting that message out to the people. And you know, hoping that that the Galactic Federation will be like, hey, we really like this show. We're gonna use some of their ideas when we take over Earth. But like, <laughs> you already know what it is. Upgrade America. Rocking Ice Cube. Uh, <laughs> reparations tea. Oh, swag. Three D okay. on deck, We're making custom uh, snapbacks and all that. Three D. Oh, yeah. Go ahead and plug your stuff, man. Y'all see, y'all see about the merch, man. Yeah, you know, um, I I saw the guy with the comment with the shirt. I need to get back to him with uh the size and as far as logistics. Now, yeah. you want a shirt like yours or, or something different? 
I don't know. I have to ask. I know who it is. I, I hit him up and ask him. Get the details. No doubt, but like people were asking for our merchandise, man. That's a really great, uh, really great deal. So we're gonna keep that, uh, keep that demand coming and get that supply out there. But, but yeah, bro. Next episode always gonna be lit. Ninety-two trending towards one hundred. You know how we do. Yeah. Sunday. Stay blessed. Be nice to one uh, one another. You know, it's like. I really feel I really feel the aliens though, man. We 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 got a lot of work as as a species, you know, and we gotta work together. Kumbaya, all that good stuff. What are your closing remarks, man? Blessed, grateful. Twenty twenty has been a transformative and a year of reset for me personally. I agree. Um, so I'm good, man. I'm just riding this thing out. Twenty twenty one. We'll see what happens. Um, just keep pushing. Out. Oh, great America, we're gonna we gonna go global. That's coming next. You already know it. <laughs> well yeah, stay blessed. Catch y'all later, Facebook. Peace. Alright, peace, IG. Shit. Love y'all. Oh, wow. And so peace, upgraders. Facebook.